If you want to make your dream become reality, the people that are running after that dream know they're going to have hard times. They keep on running because they're saying within themselves, I'm the one, I'm the one. No matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. The goal of this podcast is to get you to become the MF CEO of your life, okay? What does that mean? That means figuring out how to take control, how to be effective, how to rise above the bullshit that we have to deal with in society and realize that you are the person that ultimately dictates your success. Today is Sunday Sermon, and as always on Sunday Sermon, I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Vaughn, the pastor of disaster. What's up? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm good, man. I have lots of questions I want to ask you that really don't have anything to do with our specific topic, but man, I would love to ask you at least one of them. Go ahead. Okay, well... It's our show. We do what the fuck we want. Yeah. So, uh, I was reading this article the other day saying that, you know, the Lakers, they got LeBron James, and I know that you're not a basketball game uh, guy, but... Yeah, but I knew that. Yeah, yeah. So apparently LeBron James is not uh, buying into defense as much as he should. Like for the Lakers to be truly transcendent, he needs to play better defense. If you're Luke Walton, you're a young guy, relatively young head coach, how do you motivate a guy who's already the level of greatness, but apparently is not... Well, is he level of greatness? I don't know. I mean, but how would you? How would you, Andy Frisella... Sit down and did talk Michael to Jordan LeBron defense? and tell him, play better defense. Well, did Michael Jordan play defense? He sure did. He did? Yeah, he well, did. That's what I would do. Yeah. I would fucking sit the motherfucker down and I would say, hey, look, dude, you got all the tools to be great. You've already been great. But uh, here's the reality. The reality is the people who are greater than you, which is not debatable. Yeah. You might think it's debatable because of your own ego, but it's not debatable. The people who are better than you did these things. And these things are the things that help the team become great. And if you're just worried about you being great, you're leaving a lot of greatness on the table. And you might not understand that right now because you're still young, you're very wealthy, you've done very well, and it's hard for you to really wrap your brain around your legacy at this point in your life. But your legacy is going to be... how It's not going to be how many titles you, you won. It's not going to be how many uh, points you score, it's not going to be how much money you made, your greatness is, is going to be judged by how much you left on the table. And that's what I would talk to him yeah. about. And I would have, a, obviously, a longer conversation than that. But the truth of it is, is people's judge, people's greatness is not uh, ultimately spoken about in terms of what they accomplish. It's spoken about in terms of what they didn't accomplish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you would think you... about anybody who's been great in the world, they, they talk about all these things that they did. They conquered this. They won this. They did this, this, this. But really, um, when, it, when you're alone and you're at home and you're by yourself, you know how much you left on the table. And so while everybody else might think you're great, you're not going to feel fulfilled because you know what you left on the fucking table. And that's a problem. I deal with that a lot, to be to be completely honest, because, <clears throat> you know, 
I'm not the wealthiest guy. I'm not the most successful guy in our industry. I'm not the most successful guy every, every, in any industry. But the truth of it is, is I've done pretty good so far from where I started. Okay. But I, when I'm at home and I'm alone, dude, I know I got a lot more to fucking give. And I, and I haven't, and that's what bothers me at night. Like the things that bother me, keep me up at night aren't, you know, I don't like people think like, oh yeah, you're just sitting there and you're talking, you, you know, I had this kid stop me at the gas station today. Oh, I got to take my sweatshirt off. <laughs> um, I had this kid stop me at the gas station today. I was driving, uh, my, uh, Aventador SV and, uh, he's like, dude, that car's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, dude, I love following you on Instagram. We were talking and stuff. And he's like, dude, what's it feel like to have, you know, accomplished all the things you've accomplished and this and that. This kid was like 19, 20 Mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. He's working across the street uh, at the Ford dealer from the gas station I was getting gas at. And dude, to be completely honest, like it put me in a bad mood when he asked me that because I don't celebrate these things you know right. i i think of all the things i could have done differently and could have done better and all the times that i could have went 100 when i fucking went 60 or i went 40 and you know what my 40 is better than most people's 100 and that's the fucking problem with lebron james right now lebron james's 40 is better than fucking everybody else's 100 right and and that to the outside He's fucking amazing, but I guarantee you, dude, that dude has a lot left in the tank. Well, physically, he's a more, he's a superior specimen to Jordan. You know, just so, I wouldn't know because I don't know shit about him. Yeah, but uh, no, but I hear what you're saying, man. It's it's not what you've done; it's what you could. It's what you could do. Well, it's like, know? dude, growing up playing sports, Andy. Uh, what would who was the hardest competition if you were on a good team? I was on a good team. If you were on a great team, team sport. Who did you play the worst against? The teams that sucked. Exactly. Right. Yeah, because you expect you you don't you know play down to it's their like level. It's like that in anything. It's yeah. like that in school. You know, the hardest classes are the ones I always did the best in. Mm-hmm. The easiest classes I didn't do shit. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know, man. Like, you caught me on a weird day because I'm actually like having one of those days where I want to fucking murder everybody. And I'm so sick of, of society that I can't even fucking stand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything about it, dude, I just feel like people in general are just fucking pieces of shit. That's the fucking truth. Like, <laughs> dude, they're so shallow. They're so fake, you know, and dude, it makes me fucking miserable. Like I'm scrolling through the internet. Like I want to delete my fucking Instagram. Like people <laughs> are like, why haven't you been posting? Cause I fucking can't stand to be on the fucking app. You know, dude, all we see on the internet is these people with nothing else to offer other than their looks. You know, all the quote unquote entrepreneurs trying to sell courses and bullshit programs that have never fucking done the things that they're selling in real life. Right. Which is morally fucked up, in my opinion. Uh, You know, all the humble bragging, you know, the people, you know, first of all, if you're going to brag, fucking brag, like brag. Right. But humble bragging is annoying as fuck. Like when motherfuckers, you know, get their nails done and then they put their fucking hand on the steering wheel and it shows the Mercedes <laughs> symbol. And like, dude, I get it. You're fucking proud of your Mercedes. But instead of being a fucking douchebag and being like, oh, look at my nails. They're so good. And like trying to show, just take a picture of your fucking car and say, I love this fucking car. And I love that I'm being able to post about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dude, own your shit. Just be honest about it. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's so fucking inauthentic and annoying. And like, dude, we have all these fake motherfuckers that pretend like they care about people just so they could sell them some shit. You know, <clears throat> all the fucking, you know, it's like high school amplified over the right. course of the fucking universe. And it's like destroyed our fucking society in like three years. Dude, now, you know, dude, when we were kids... When you got upset, you went home and, you know, you said, oh, mom, the teacher's being fucking mean to me. And she says, well, what did they do? Well, she yelled at me. Well, what did you do to get yelled at? Well, I didn't do my homework and I was talking in class. And she's like, well, you should have been yelled at for that, right? Or mm-hmm. they fucking spank your ass. Or the principal calls and says, hey, your son or daughter was doing this and guess what? You get in trouble. Now... We have a situation where because motherfuckers were picked on in high school or made fun of in high school or told whatever in high school, instead of doing what what successful people do, which is fucking use the fuel to go out and win, they're going out and shooting up fucking schools and shooting bars and killing innocent people. And people are arguing over, oh, it's the guns. It ain't the fucking guns. We've had guns for fucking... Uh, to how, through how old is the country? 250 fucking years. Right. We've had the fucking guns. It's not the guns. It's the culture. Right. And it's until the, we it's fix, the heart of the person. Dude, it's the culture. Right. And until we stop fucking taking the accountability away from all these fucking kids growing up their whole entire life, that shit, that gun shit ain't going to change. Right. Because they don't know how to fuck. They think... This is my way to be relevant. This is my way to make a difference. Oh, Jerry and Bobby and Tony in high school, when they used to beat me up, fuck them. I'm going to be famous, and I'm going to kill 30 motherfuckers. Right. You know, I don't know if you saw it. There was a video of one of the fucking victim's dads online. I saw it on Tyron Woodley's page. Finding out that his son was killed by an innocent fucking, you know, or, or killed by the gunman. Just innocent dude, drink a beer like it could be any of us. Right. You know, and... <laughs> Dude, it's just society is so fucked, man. It's crazy. Dude. And I, I, I'm just like, like I'm at my end with it, dude. And mm-hmm. I don't know how I, the pro, here's the problem. And the problem for me personally is I don't see how the fuck it's going to get better. Mm. Like I can't see the fucking answer. I can't see how, you know, we're going to fix this shit. Like, dude, you got all these fucking liberal motherfuckers saying, oh, just take away all the guns. Motherfucker, are you that fucking stupid? Are you that fucking stupid? Do you think that fucking criminals... Guns are fucking basically illegal in California. And guess what else is illegal? Murder. Did that stop it? Are you fucking retarded? Get the fuck out of here. And then you got all the fucking redneck fucking conservatives being like, Oh, fucking guns. Dude, first of all, let me tell you something. If your first fucking move is to politicize a fucking tragedy like that and to say guns or no guns and make it a... You are so fucking morally fucked in the head. Your brain is fucked. 100% agree. You know what I'm saying? 100% agree. Like your first thought is- And both sides do it. Yes, they both- Dude, yep. dude, look, we all have our beliefs and I'm in the middle. You know, I'm socially liberal. I don't care what- I'm a libertarian. I don't care what anybody does. Leave me to fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Don't push your shit on me. I, I tend to sway towards the right because the left works so hard to push their shit on everybody that it makes me fucking sick. Okay, but most of the shit that they do, 
outside of their economic policies, I, I don't have a problem with. Just leave me the fuck alone. This is this is funny. So this is something I kind of observed from you uh, talking about you being an introvert, you know, and I think society made you that way. You didn't always used to be like that. No, dude. Dude, I'm sick of people, dude. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Like you're wanting to retreat from the... It makes... Yeah. Dude, the more I get out there, the more I'm around it, the more... Like, you know what my fucking saving grace is and why I don't blow my fucking brains out? Your dogs. No, no besides, besides the dogs. It's being able to come here in this office and see all the motherfuckers working hard, building a life for themselves, doing the shit that society is supposed to do, and me being reminded that it's not all what I think it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, dude, I <clears throat> I know there's other people that feel this way because they every time I talk about this shit, they message me and they're like, bro, like, dude, social media is just fucking us all. It's mm-hmm. fucking us all mm-hmm. because it's making us, it, it's, dude, besides the fact of the ridiculous arguing and the politics and, you know, all the little meaningless, annoying shit, just annoying, like girls just, you know, fishing for compliments or dudes just like doing, dudes do the same shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Just doing it a different way. Um, I just, I just feel like, dude, it's made everybody's attention, their need for attention. It's put them at such a heightened like, that's what they value the most is some mm-hmm. fucking attention or some fame or some this or that to where, like, dude, I, they don't have any, it cancels out everything else. Like, it doesn't matter if they're true, if they're, like, dude, all these motherfuckers online posting all these stupid ass fucking memes for likes that make no sense. You know, there's dudes on the internet that have a million plus followers, million, 500,000 plus followers, million right. plus followers, two million plus followers that post this fucking shit that to, is total bullshit. Mm-hmm. And like, you look at their business. What have they done? They don't have a company. They're a speaker. Okay. Well, you know, speaker is a lot like teacher. Okay. It's what you do when you can't actually do it, and that's the fucking truth. And if you're a teacher, sorry. If if you were fucking teaching entrepreneurship, you you'd probably be an entrepreneur because it pays a lot fucking better. You know, you don't like to fucking hear that, then. Go start a business. I don't give a fuck. But here's the truth. I'm so fucking sick of it. And it's it bothers me on such a deep level that, like, dude, it makes me want to delete all my shit and, like, just go away. You know what I mean? Let the motherfuckers here at First Form run the company. I'll help and do the things I need to do and just fucking shut it down. Because, like, dude, I just feel like the... Culture's going crazy. It's disgusting, man. Mm-hmm. It disgusts mm-hmm. me. Yeah, as a person. no, I hear you. I hear you. You know, like, dude, when it's when you're seeing shootings every other fucking week, that's not a gun problem. That's a fucking culture problem. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. everybody wants to fucking put their two cents in because they saw some celebrity or they fucking, their parents told them or they have some sort of um, installed belief that came from somewhere else that they identify with and they they can't think for themselves they can't think logically or systematically they just want to be right i just want to be right i just want to win the argument i just want to post something so it gets a lot of likes 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, dude, that is not what the fuck we're supposed to do. The only thing that truly fucking like gives me a little uh, a little bit of relief when I think about this shit is that, you know, those people aren't going to win. They're not going to win in life. They're going to fucking lose. If you're somebody who only posts shit because you want likes, you're going to lose. If you're somebody who only says shit because you want to stir the pot, you're going to fucking lose. You know, dude, this world needs people that are contributing and helping and bringing other people up, not fucking polarizing. And dude, a lot of it's from the media, the fucking media, the media, the whole entire fucking media, but all of it, CNN, Fox, all of them, they should be fucking wiped off the face of the fucking earth. It, 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 dude, all they do is pit brother against brother and make fucking me hate that person and that person hate me, you know? They're basically rewarded for creating division. Do they? No, they are rewarded for yeah. creating division. And the problem is the average person is too fucking stupid to see <laughs> how it works. No, all news media outlets are owned by like three companies. Oh, and do you know how they get paid? How do they get paid? How do they get paid? <laughs> They get paid when companies run ads. Mm-hmm. And when do companies run ads? When ratings are high. And when are ratings high? When people have some fucking shit to argue about. And the media is a biz- the media is the biggest fucking business. And right now, they are in the business of controversy. Dude, we have the best economy we've had in fucking forever. And you don't hear nothing about it. You don't hear anything about the 280,000 new jobs that were created in October. You'll hear it. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because that's not fucking news anymore. The only news now is, you know, fucking Donald Trump said some shit to his fucking somebody in the White House or revoked someone's hard pass. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, dude. Right. You know? Right. And like, dude, let's let's address that. Like, how about this? Can you imagine in another country a reporter standing up? And arguing with the fucking president when he's trying to give a press conference. Dude, in a lot of countries, you get your fucking head cut off for that right. shit. Right. If if you're if you're if we're being completely honest, that whole fucking thing is representative of what's great about America is that you can say things, even if you're out of line and you won't get killed for it. You know what I mean? But the truth of it is, is like, dude, it would be nice if fucking people would smarten the fuck up, wise the fuck up, and stop buying in to the way they're being manipulated, dude. Like, I, it, it's... Agreed. Dude, it's hard for me to fucking swallow, man. No, you're expressing the frustration that a lot of people are feeling. And unfortunately, you know, kind of along the lines of what you're saying, we always hear that certain people are quote-unquote outraged, all right? So it might be, you know, conservatives are quote unquote outraged or liberals are outraged over fill in the blank. And I don't know if anybody's ever taken the time to ask like, so who who are these people that are outraged? Is this just, are, are the vast majority of the people on the planet or at least the people in our nation, are they not outraged? They might not agree with something or they might just disagree with something, but we're being told that actually everyone is outraged. Like who? Who's outraged? Dude, I was you having, know what I'm saying? Dude, like, I have you ever having, thought about that? I, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine on Instagram who's a black female, okay? And we were chatting, and we were talking about something, and it came up, like, we got on the topic of, like, how, uh, 
how it's on the news, everything seems to be like the world's fucking getting ready to end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you hear the way if you hear the way that people talk about uh Trump or the way that fucking conservatives talk about liberals, it's like, dude, we're getting ready to go to civil war. Right. This fucking war. But dude, do you I don't see that in society. Like, here I am talking to a uh, liberal black female. I'm a what people would consider probably conservative, even though I'm only conservative fiscally. Right. And we're like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's just everybody's getting along. It's just like, dude, the fucking shit that we're getting shoved down our throat, we're starting to choke on it. Right. You know, and... And it is starting to affect the dynamics. Like, you're right that people are getting along, but we're also, there's enough of a, of a success that the media is having and the, po- the politicians are having where they're stirring the pot enough to, to now where when, when we do meet people in, in real life, you know, who might be different from us uh, politically, morally, or whatever, we're just kind of assuming that that person hates us. And what do you do when you assume somebody hates you? You get defensive. And then they think, oh man, that guy's getting defensive. He must hate me. And then it's, it, it. so I do think it is, a. you're right that I think the vast majority of people in our nation are pretty level-headed, but I do think that there's a danger that there's so much of the fringe is being stirred up that it's beginning to affect everybody. Well, yeah. You know what I'm and, saying? And you know what? There's only a hand, there's only a fucking few hundred politicians in the country. Right. And they're the ones benefiting from it, from the 300 million people getting pissed off. Right. You know what I mean? That's a very dangerous game for them to be playing because- what are 300 people going to do when 300 million get fucking pissed and sick of it? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, yeah. I'm, dude, I'm, I don't know, man. Like, I would just appreciate, I would just appreciate some people making an effort to just be good fucking people. You know, like. We'll talk about that a little bit because. I mean, we talked about how crazy the culture is. We've talked about how the the movers and shakers in culture actually benefit from us being in conflict with one another. But so, give your prescription for actually little is, things Vaughn, to do to Vaughn, to kind of improve the situation. Know. I don't uh-huh. fucking know, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the problem. Like all problems, all the big problems start with little bitty actions. And they all are solved by little bitty actions. You know, being polite, holding the door for people, shaking someone's hand, making people feel comfortable in a situation where they otherwise wouldn't. You know, basic common human courtesy. And it's just like... And I think that should extend on to fucking social, man. Like, dude, what do we have on social? We got... Dude, we got fucking... Dude, we got high school kids sending each other naked pictures of themselves. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, I know. I get it. That's not okay. I have kids. I've, I, I'm like, there's a part of me that's scared, like super scared. Dude, I would be. You know? I would be. Yeah. I like, would be. And like, like, I I just don't, I just don't see how it's going to fucking flip around. You know what I mean? And what's fucked up, dude, is we have a situation where a couple dudes who own these social media platforms are Profiteer, they're profit, profiting off of off of society going on the toilet, you know. And then you got censorship on social and all this other shit. Like, 
it's just hard, man. It's just it hard. hard. It's hard to fucking see how this is going to play out because, you know, and what what's all this shit for? You know, like, for example, how many people get killed in texting and driving a year? A lot, right? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. How hard would it be for the fucking cell phone companies to fucking put a device on their cell phone that once it was moving faster than five miles an hour, it fucking didn't allow any data to go through at all. Right. And no signal. It just didn't work. Right. How hard would that be for them to do? It's a good question. Well, it wouldn't be very hard. But why don't they do it? Because people will get off their phones. And and guess what? What they don't do when they're off their phones. They don't use up their fucking data and they don't spend money. It costs so that it's it's all about money, dude. And that's not okay. No. It's not not. fucking okay. You know? And like, dude, today's just one of those days where I'm like, the whole entire world is fucking, like, I'm seeing all the issues with the world, and they're all hitting me in the face at once. No, I, I, I hear you, but going back to the whole, um, the the reaction to uh, to shootings, like, if your first reaction to something like that isn't, Fuck, that's oh my God, 11 terrible. human beings lost their lives. Yeah. If your if your first response is we're desensitized to yeah, it, man. No, it's it's crazy. If your if your first response is not eleven human beings lost their lives, your 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 identity politically has eclipsed your identity as a human being. You know, it's crazy, dude. It's it's desensitization. You know, yeah. like we're 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 desensitization. I can't even say the fucking word. You know what the fuck I'm saying? <laughs> we get it. Yeah, but. <laughs> No, I think you're. I think you're articulating, dude. You're expressing and the like, frustration like and the anger. I like guns. No, I get. I it. like guns. I'm a pro gun person, obviously. Like I have fuck a shitload of guns. You know, uh, w- would I ever get so pissed off that I go shoot fucking twenty fucking people? No. You know why? Because I'm not culturally fucked in the head. I would address my problem with that one person or that two person and then five persons. And better yet, you know what I would do? I would go out and become something and rub it in their fucking face. And then you have all these do-gooders on the fucking internet, you know, saying, oh, don't do not do it for the people that, those three people that want to see you, that, that picked on you ten, 10 years ago. You know what, motherfucker? Sometimes that's all you got. So fuck you. And you know what? That's coming from people who have never built a real fucking company. And who are only trying to become famous. They're only on the internet and they're only putting out this garbage fucking information so that they can get likes. It's pandering. You know what I'm saying? What happened to people that said what needed to be said versus saying what's going to make you popular? You get what I mean? Absolutely get what you mean. Yeah. I get it, man. I, uh, oh man, this is it. Like, dude. We got fucking success coaches online, right? Right. They're saying shit like posting memes. I see this meme all the time. It fucking drives me crazy. Happiness is the new rich. Well, let me explain to you the fucking what is that what is that really saying? What is that telling people? I don't <laughs> You don't have to go out and make anything for yourself. No, that's not what it's saying. <laughs> can, it's saying what it's really saying is to somebody who has no money, it's saying you could choose to be happy or you could choose to be rich. False choice. It's a fucking false choice. There's mo- there's plenty of motherfuckers out there that have a fuckload of money that are really fucking happy. They're so fucking happy they got money flying out their fucking asshole. Tons of them. 
You got a lot of motherfuckers that don't have any money that are miserable as fuck. And if you ask me, I would bet you that if you if you pulled the fucking all the miserable people out there and you ask them what the fuck they wish they had, they're gonna say fucking more money. And while money might not cause them to be happy, it will make their day-to-day life easier so they can focus on what's going to make them happy longer and and more fulfilled longer. But but, but what do we have? We got these do-good, feel-good motherfuckers online trying to tell people, oh, you could be happy or you could be rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, it's just shit like that. Like, I'm so fucking sick of it. Um, I don't know, man. You know... I have a whole list of fucking memes I wanted to go through. Maybe we'll just go through that next week. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't even feel like necessarily we need to quote unquote provide answers because I think your your expression of your frustration and your expression. Dude, I just of, think people need to do better. Yeah. Like you motherfuckers listening right now, you're you're feeling like I'm feeling. And if you're shaking your head, you might be saying, fuck you, Andy. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And if that's you, that's fine. But if you're feeling the shit that I'm feeling. How do we fix it? We got to fix it together. We've got to fucking be better people. We can't buy into the media's bullshit. We can't, you know, because they post a a, a black man shooting a white man or, or a white man shooting a black man. We don't have to pick sides. It's just fucking wrong. It's wrong either way. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, and that's just one of the issues. There's tons of them. It's... I'm just, dude, I just think we need to be better, you know, and we need to shift from looking uh, for validation from people that we don't know and we don't fucking care about, really, to actually telling people useful shit, sharing experiences, sharing positivity. You know, Gary Gary Vaynerchuk, good buddy of mine, all right, and, and the reason we're good buddies, by the way, is we don't fucking agree on everything. Everybody else sucks his fucking nuts. And you know what? When Gary says some shit that I don't like, you know what I do? I text him and I say, hey, here's what's wrong with that statement. And then we talk about it. And you know what? He does the same shit to me. We're, that's why we fucking respect each other. But one thing he says that I totally agree with is, and it, is dude, you, you, we need to make positivity louder. I like that saying. He, that's the truth. Because what do we see online? We, we see a lot of self-serving, false positive shit, right? Like, dude, these fucking chicks who take a picture of their fucking ass and then tell a fucking four-paragraph story about how they're fucking uh, got picked on. I don't fucking, you know, like, it's just like, bitch, how about you just post your fucking ass and say, hey, my ass looking good today. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? We would appreciate that a lot more. I'm just right. being honest. Right, right. Like, dude, I I would. You know, it's like, dude, just be authentic, man. Like, just fucking, hey, I'm fucking six packs looking good today, motherfuckers. What do you think? You know, like, right. dude, like right. this, if you're going to brag, brag. You don't got to hide it. I don't know, man. That's yeah. just me, though. Like, I ain't, scared, I ain't scared to brag if I got to brag. I, I hear you. But, I hear you. I, I don't know how this ties in, but I'll throw this out there and you can tell me what you think. I don't know if any of this ties together. Well, I just feel like I'm ranting because I'm frustrated. Actually, no. I, I actually think this is... I think you're expressing people's frustration. I think people are going to resonate with this. Yeah, this is this. my frustration. But um, I'll say this. So we recently had the uh, those four winners in town, the iTunes yeah. winners. Yeah. By the and, way, uh, they were awesome. They were awesome. Yeah. Very, very good people. 
and, and they um, weren't weird either. No, they weren't weird. Like you and, know how sometimes you yeah, meet people and they're fucking weird. Sometimes they're weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because we allow Vaughn to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, dude, let's be real. Some of you motherfuckers listening right now are weird motherfuckers. <laughs> let's be fucking real. That's We're right. all weird in our own way, but some of you guys are a little, little, real weird. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they were telling me that you know we put them up in the Four Seasons. There's a nice restaurant there, and uh, and basically they you know they. They had a nice, you know, they had a nice meal there, and I think it was something like three three forty seven was the total. One know? of the girls told me that that was the first time she'd ever had room service ever. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "That's awesome." I thought that was really cool. Yeah, very cool. So they were telling, uh, they were telling me that they had they had uh, this great meal, and they were so grateful that it was they, paid for. You know what, dude? They no, were. No, no, no. Are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna steal my punchline? No, I was gonna oh, okay, say good. they were very grateful. Yeah, they were extremely like, very grateful. grateful. So I thought this was awesome. They were the three hundred forty seven dollars, right? Um, and they were so grateful that that uh, you you know you paid for that for them that you, that you uh, provided that kind of hosp- hospitality. They decided amongst themselves to give a hundred percent tip to the waiter. So they split up the cost of the meal. Basically, they they didn't add it onto our credit card. They they, they just it. they paid it right. Yeah, that's fucking so cool. So they gave it to them, and uh, and that was just something that they wanted to do to sh- to out of gratitude to show you yeah. know to show their their appreciation for the waiter. And I, apparently, he was just like completely oh, I'm sure. blown away. That shit don't happen in St. Louis, right? It yeah. doesn't happen too much in St. Yeah. Louis. But it reminded me that when I was a pastor, we had this thing that we used to call random acts of grace, which we would do something similar. Yeah, is that we would you know we'd like go into a you know. Uh, International House of Pancakes. We'd all order a bunch of food. Um, actually, take that back. We would order nothing. We would just order water, and the waitress would come out like, well, "What are you doing here?" You know, and we she'd serve us, and then at the end we'd say, "Well, you haven't really done anything, you know, per se, but we just want to give you a huge tip." And we'd give it to them, and in some cases they'd like break down crying because it was so impactful to them and everything. But but the word gratuity, you know, where we get tip, it's actually from the word grace, which is which is actually a spiritual concept. It's actually giving somebody something that they don't deserve. It's it's like being generous in a way that just goes beyond above and beyond, uh, like what's called for or what's normal. It's almost supernatural on its level of uh, of kindness. And you know, as you're talking about, you're talking about like, you know, what's the answer? What's the answer? I don't know, man. For me. I feel like God has been so good to me beyond anything that I deserve. He is gracious, and I feel like if we can just all do everything we can to promote that that sense of abundant kindness that's not deserved, because it's easy it's easy to actually be nice to people who are nice back back to you, but when people are actually unkind to you, uh, difficult, mean, um, I think the best way to answer that is to respond with grace is to respond with gratuity, you know, something people don't deserve. Yeah, and it's hard It's hard to do that. It is hard. I almost feel like it takes supernatural power to be able to do that. Well, I think it's a skill like anything else. Yeah. I think what the, at the core of all of this that we're seeing and what we're talking about here is two things. I think one, we, we our attention, our, our want as a society for attention has become so heightened that it's causing people to literally sell their fucking souls, sell their morality, uh, do anything to fucking be recognized. Because if you're not recognized, you ain't shit right now. You know? And yeah. two, I think 
that because we're so used to expressing opinions and arguing and fighting with one another that we have this need, this heightened need to be right. And I think those two things are at the core of the issues that we're talking about. You know, and people might be saying, well, how is, how is shooting up a school have to do with those two things? Well, <laughs> I could explain it to you real easy. You're irrelevant. You kill fucking 12 people. You're all over the fucking world news. Okay. All right. So that's the recognition. Well, he's dead. So how's he reckon? Well, that's, I don't know that people in that state really care about that. Um, two. That's how insane it is. They want to be right. famous even if they're not around to right. enjoy it. Well, I mean, dude, you've t- I've, you've heard people say that. Like, fuck, yeah. you fucking talk, talk to, a- go to any art fair, art show, and all the artists will tell you the same shit. Well, I'm hoping that once I pass away, my shit becomes more valuable. Yeah. So, like, right. people think like that. Right. Like, they're so, they're so enamored with, like, fame that they will literally fucking die to have it. Or recognition, die to have it, good or bad. You know, and then the will to be right. How about this? I fucking told you so. I told you so. You shouldn't have fucked with me. You shouldn't have picked on me. You shouldn't have done this. Shouldn't have sent me to detention. Now I shot the school up. You know, dude, it's fucked up. And like, and 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 really, in my opinion, where this all comes from is the softening of the parenting strategies that we've had, which is the whole reason we have this fucking show. The whole reason we have this fucking show is so... People can correct the path that they've been taught was the right path when it comes to success in business. But the truth is success in business is very parallel to success in life. You just apply the same principles in different areas, your fitness, your family, your relationship, your friends, all those things. The the principles of success are universal, you know, and and that goes for life. So... Dude, I just had a funny thought, and that would be, uh, it might be a long shot, but you know, you were talking earlier about people who teach entrepreneurship. Well, how funny would it be if a school adopted this as an hour class? Because we have enough episodes now to last an entire school year, and on each episode you get graded. Like they, you just sit, in, you sit in class and you listen to a podcast. Next day you get graded on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they would go for that. We're not there yet, buddy. <laughs> no, just yeah, saying, yeah, it would be a hell of a concept hey, for a no, progressive it, it school. Be, to, we're not there it yet. Would be. But you're you're right about the parenting. A buddy of mine was telling me that um, he was in parent teacher conferences with his wife, and the teacher, who is a really good teacher, just said, "You know, I, I really, I don't." relish the idea of telling you this but the reality and the, by the way this is a seventh grade seventh grade class she's the teacher said i don't really enjoy telling you this but your son cries about too much and the reality is is that i'm actually concerned about him because now he's in a smaller grade but in two years when he's in the larger high school those people are going to eat him up and my buddy was telling me that he was really he was really conflicted because he totally agreed with the teacher and his wife was like really went like super angry that the teacher had said this and was like, he needs to be in touch with his feelings and all this kind of stuff. And it just made me sad because the reality is, is that what the teacher said was right. And if the kid would, would understand that, you know, emotions are fine, but you have to, you have to learn to stand up and you have to learn to be a man. And if he doesn't learn that, then in the next four years, he's going to get, you know, the bullied and he's going to, he's going to, you know, continue to go to the people who are going to coddle him 
and he's never going to feel secure in who he is because he's never faced it. He's never had to deal with it himself, and he's had people helicoptering around him his whole, you know, his whole life. And then that's what's going to happen. I'm not saying this kid in particular is going to do this, but kids like that who are sort of protected and and insulated and coddled, it doesn't work. And so over time, they just go insane. And they and to 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 hit back, they do this kind of stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, does that sound goofy to you? No. It's the same thing when parents try to protect their kids from getting sick. Like you're not letting the immune system build up. Dude, right. I was playing I was in the fucking yard making mud pies in our fucking septic system. Probably eating it too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, we had a septic tank, and that's where the good mud was. I didn't know there was shit until I was like fucking ten years old. I'm down there making mud pies, me and Sal are down there throwing them on each other. Like, dude, we fucking lived. Yeah. You know, like these motherfuckers, they don't even dude, par- most of the fucking parents in the world right now are pussies. That's the truth. That's the truth. Yep. Oh, your kid fucking got five goals scored against him when he plays goalie. It's the other kid's fault? No, it's your <laughs> fault because you didn't go in the yard and teach him how to play fucking goalie. Right. That's the problem. Really, dude, if we're talking about the core of the problem, that's the fucking problem. A bunch of lazy motherfucking pussified parents that put their kids on fucking Nintendo and Xbox and shit instead of raising them like our fucking parents did. You guys should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. That's the fucking truth. And you want to send me a message and say, oh, I don't parent like that. Prove it. Prove it. Throw your fucking Xbox out the window. Throw your PlayStation out the window. Fucking take your kid in the yard and show him how to fucking defend himself. Show him how to fucking catch a ball and throw a ball. Basic shit. These kids nowadays, and I know because I have a fuckload of them that work here, they come, they don't even know how to shake a fucking hand. They don't even know how to say, hey, nice to meet you and shake a firm hand. They don't even know that shit. And it's not their fault. No, it's not their fault. That's why we, that's why the first thing we teach here is that. Yep. Okay. The first thing we do when people come in here as new hires is we teach them basic skills. All right. I'm not, I'm not mad at them for not knowing that shit, but their fucking parents are fucking shitballs. If your kid doesn't know how to shake a hand and say, nice to meet you or fucking, you know, manage his bank account with 500 bucks in it so he doesn't go buy $400 pair of fucking Jordans, you're failing as a fucking parent. Oh, that's easy for you to say because you don't have fucking kids. Let me tell you something, motherfucker. The reason I don't have kids because I don't want my kids hanging around your motherfucking kids. And that's a fucking fact. So you can fucking say whatever you want and you can say, judge me, but the truth is, is I don't want my fucking blood and DNA and dealing with your fucking shitball kids and then me having to correct it all the time. So fuck you. Place to stop. You want to stop there? (laughs) I keep going. I keep going. What else we want to fucking yell about? If there was an app to raise your kid, I guarantee, like if there's some way to like plug your kid into that app, like they would, most parents would be all about it. And let's be fucking real here too. If you're a fucking parent right now and you're offended by what I said, the only reason you're offended is because you know there's fucking truth to it. And if you're going to judge me, I'm the motherfucker with best-selling children's books that's trying to make an impact and fix your fucking problems, motherfucker. So you could fucking suck on my fucking nuts. See you later. Oh, wait. Don't stop yet. I got one more thing. Let me ask you, Vaughn, the pastor. Yeah. 
What's the most despicable thing on the fucking face of the earth? Because this is something I left off of my list. Oh, before you answer, I'll just answer for you. Okay. It's And this is why you're going to fucking resonate with this. <clears throat> I want to hear your take. Okay. So don't suck on my nuts just yet. Okay. All right. How about motherfuckers that profiteer in the name of God? They try to act holier than thou and so fucking this and that, but everything they do is a fucking lie. Everything they do is bullshit. What do you think about those people? Uh, Because I'm seeing a little rise of that. I'm seeing people, you know, oh, you know what? Praise the Lord and blah, blah, blah in public, but everything they do in private is fucking fake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Every, every, you know... Yeah, it's all a fucking it's all a fucking show. What's your take on that shit? My take on it is that um, this isn't very this isn't very PC to say these days, but people forget. Um, you know, God is good, but there is judgment. Like these yeah. people, these people are going to have to stand account. Yeah. one day they're yeah. going to stand. And if they're you're gonna, fucking trying to profit in yeah. God's name and then turning around and doing, you know. You're just doing it so you could get paid or be right. popular or become famous when everything else you do is fucking hocus pocus and you're right. just fucking people. You're going to go to hell if yeah. there is one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. If you um, believe in that shit. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to I'll say. I'll tell you what. I, I ain't willing to risk it. Yeah. I will tell you this. I think that- um, Eternity getting a fucking trident stumped off your ass don't sound no fun to me. Right. To you, maybe. <laughs> a fucking hot one. Yeah, I know it sounds good to you, you motherfucker. Well, I will tell That's you this. That's what you do on fucking Saturday night. Yeah, typical Tuesday. <laughs> Listen, I, I will say this. Um, to your point, it's interesting how the con man ministers have a lot in common with the con man entrepreneurs. They say, They're exactly the same. They, they are. They say what people want to hear, and they don't say the truth. And, and the reality is, is that Dude, it's fucking, it's a, it's a hocus pocus. It's like, it's distraction. It's like David Blaine. Hey, look over here at my left hand. And my right hand's going in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, look yeah. at these cards over here in my left hand. And, and yeah. I could do this cool trick. And in my right hand, it goes right in your pocket and takes the money out. Like, right. that's what those motherfuckers do. Right. You guys got to be smarter than that. You know, anybody who's talking about Jesus and God, <clears throat> and they're also asking for your money in some way or form, I would highly fucking scrutinize them. Because, oh, absolutely. Because those two things do not go together. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's wrong to ask for an offering to support the church, but no, there's a way to do that. No, I know what you're doing. We're, we're talking about the same yeah. thing, so I, I won't. But, but no, I mean, I, I uh, listen, dude. It's, I'm talking it, about dudes whose business strategy is to be holy. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Listen, at the end of the day, life is hard and people are broken and we're messed up. And we need help. And the people that, the people that profit, whether it's spiritually or, you know, entrepreneurship, they're out there saying everything's okay. Life is rainbows and unicorns, and everything's okay with you. Happiness and you never have the, to. Happiness is the new rich, right? Happiness is the new rich. And and the reality is, is that I don't know, dude. I mean, this is a whole nother conversation. But you know, with regard to your 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 frustration. I mean, I agree. It, the culture is the problem, but I think culture is made up as, of people, and I think that the yeah, problem- but all of us here, you, me, and everybody listening, we're part of that problem. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's the like, problem. Like, I don't. I, I mean, people sometimes ask me, like, you know, what's your so favorite? it's going to take some self examination, right. for all of us. That includes me and yeah. you and everybody listening. 
to be fucking better. Right. And to say, I'm part of the problem. Like, I'm part of the problem. And, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, I mean, it's it's amazing to me sometimes people come to me and, they, or the, you know, because you're, you're real nice about talking about me being a former pastor and everything, and, and people will, people will, DM me questions and I love their questions, but they're, you know, sometimes like, oh. well, I know you like that because like, I do, I do it like allows the you to stay connected to that. I do. Yeah. And I, I love it. But, but, but the reality is, is that dude, no, the, you know, the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Dude, I know that I've fallen short. Fuck yeah, I me too, absolutely man. know that I have fallen me short. Too. And that's the starting point. Yeah. That's the starting point of knowing that, you know, you're not all that in a bag of chips as we used to say in the nineties, yeah, you know? <laughs> so, um, but uh, Look, man, my closet ain't fucking clean. I can tell you that shit. Yeah, right. And yours ain't either. No, and it's neither not. is yours, and neither is yours listening. Right. Absolutely. So I don't know. Maybe that's the first step. You know, you 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 gave a a Sunday sermon on this a couple months ago, which was you know when G.K. Chesterton was asked, you know, what's the problem with the world? I and am. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I am. So guys, think about that. I Col- think that's I think that's a good message. You know. Yeah. It, it, it's something we've already covered, but it's another one that we should be thinking about. It's like, dude, what can we do in our day-to-day life to fix this shit? What can we do? You know what I mean? Like, there's, because that's how it's going to start. And, and, and eventually, I mean, dude, there's millions of people listening to this podcast. Millions and millions. We're, you know, that's a powerful group. And if millions and millions of people start to set the example for being better, other people are going to follow. Other people are going to jump in. Other people are going to see it as the cool thing to do. And that's how change happens. And when those things start to happen and that that momentum starts to gather, and it doesn't take that long. It doesn't take a generation. It could take, you know, fuck, dude. We've seen the stuff we're talking about over the last, not that long of time. It doesn't matter what the media says then. It doesn't matter what social media does. It doesn't matter what the people who have the power do to try to control our thoughts because we're going to know how we live and other people are going to see it and be living the same way. And eventually it's what's going to happen is they're going to say shit, and this is already starting to happen, I think, a little bit. They're going to say shit, like uh, per my example with my friend, mm-hmm. that people are going to say shit on the news and we're going to look at each other and be like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> you know, right. like, what are they talking about? Right. Like, we're all cool. Why yeah. You guys are the ones fighting, you know? And yeah. I don't know, man. That takes some open-mindedness. Mm-hmm. It takes the awareness to step back and say, hey, you know what? It's not them, it's us. Right. You know, and I think that's the key, right? It's not them, it's us. Mm-hmm. And that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, that's a good thing to think about for, for Sunday. And you don't really have to suck on my nuts. <laughs> Damn it. Amen. I got some peanut butter for you there, but <laughs> chunky. <laughs> I want a chunky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> All right, guys. Unconventional uh Sunday sermon. But we love you guys. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for the uh the shares. Uh thanks for being the kind of people that actually listen to what we talk about, because I do feel like there is not another podcast or a person out there putting out the information that we are. Everybody else is doing the shit that we're talking about. It's for fame. I don't, you know what, dude, our money, you know what? I don't need your money and I don't give a fuck about being famous. 
So I'm just trying to contribute. I mean, the biggest problem is the people that need to hear this message are not the ones that are listening to the podcast. No, but that's right. And that's why we need to spread it. Exactly. Yeah. I got one more word to say. Yeah. Can I say it? You close it up, man. It is Sunday sermon. Listen, guys, there's a phrase that goes around all the time in the success and motivation industry. And the reality is, if I'm honest, there are people that Andy and I both like that say this. And I don't know about Andy, but I hate this and I will never say it my entire life. And it's a stupid saying, I am enough. You know what? I'm not enough. I know that. I fall short. I'm broken. I'm screwed up. I'm not enough. So I don't know when why people say that. I don't want to know why people are so obsessed about telling them that themselves that because I can tell you right now, the better thing is just to say, I'm not enough. But you know what? That's okay. Bible says his grace is sufficient for you, for his power is made perfect in weakness. I'm not enough, but God is. Period. Dude, don't you think that the real saying should be, I know I'm not enough, so I'm yeah. going to work to try to be? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, I hear it. Am dude, I the only one that's super along, annoyed by that? Bro, no, it goes along with the fucking, the lack of accountability in today's society. It says, Dude, you got 400 motherfucking pound people saying, you know what? I'm beautiful. Yeah, but you're going to fucking die in two years. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And like, then you got fucking, uh, you got fucking these people saying this shit that you're saying. I am enough. You're, dude, that's like saying, you know what? I know I'm fucked up. I'm not going to do anything about it. Right. And that's fucked up. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know what, baby? You know what? I, I fucking fuck all kinds of chicks. And you know what? I'm going to keep doing it because I'm enough. <laughs> right. You know? How's that going to go over at home? <laughs> Not too well. Yeah. Not you too know? well. Hey, you know what? Uh, I know I fucking only paid you half your paycheck, Tyler, for the last six months in a row. But I am enough. But you know what? I'm enough. So that's okay. <laughs> so fuck you. Like, that's what it's like. It's like this ability to say, like, you know, it's, yeah. it, it, it's just trying to dodge accountability and that's what everything's about now you know and that's why i respect people like jocko you know what i'm saying like who's out there putting out a message you know people ask me all the time like who who do i respect dude there's like two motherfuckers i respect you know what i mean right ed and fucking jocko yeah you know and then gary you know because gary's a personal friend but like um those guys are actually doing good you know they're doing good shit I agree. You know, and like uh, if Gary gets a lot of heat too, and they're like, well, Gary's shit is so fucking basic and it's so this and that. But the truth is, is the reason you're listening and you're doing personal development and you're, you're getting into other things and you're learning more is because you first saw one of his videos. You see what I'm saying? Right. He, he's like the intro. Right. And I'm going to tell you right he's now. He's gateway drug. Oh, look, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Gary is one of the smartest fucking business guys on the face of the earth. No question. But he understands who he's speaking to. And so his content is geared mainly towards people who don't really understand entrepreneurship. And and it's like an intro, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so he's serving an amazing purpose for the entrepreneurship uh, world by providing the content that he does, even though once you kind of get past it, you're like, fuck yeah, I know that I heard it or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. cause I hear that a lot. People are like, yeah, his shit's so basic. Yeah. But it, at one time it wasn't to you. You know what I mean? So don't yeah. judge on that shit. Absolutely. So, are you are you gonna ever 
ever tell people about our plan to have a special once a month? Reach them? What's that? You and Tyler? <laughs> Bring the peanut butter. Yeah, that's oh, right. Wow. And this the pitchfork. This is definitely, this is the, definitely the most the un- <laughs> This is definitely the most unusual Sunday sermon ever. I think we almost stopped. We're like, gonna have a sword fight. I think we almost. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we almost finished up like four times. Right, man. No, but you know what I'm is. talking about. Well, I do. I, I think the, Tyler might know the, what you're the, talking the, about. The monthly idea for the special kind of podcast. Oh yeah, we should do that. <sighs> the drunken podcast. Well, I'm going to call mine the led by the Holy Spirit podcast. Really? Yeah. Like you're. So, gonna- we're, so the, the the idea is that once a month we do a podcast. Like we come in on like a, a on a Friday night or something and right. fucking drink. Right. And after like two hours of drinking, we do the podcast. So it'd be like more like at the tipsy podcast. Yeah. We came up with this completely sober too. Yeah. <laughs> like, no dude, lie. Dude, it would be awesome. We did. It would be funny. What was our so, name? So if you want to do it. No, 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 you know what I love about this? Fucking Nelly, dude. He flaked out on us. Everybody's like, I where's know. Nelly? Why didn't you come on the I show? Know. Well, he fucking got drunk one night and fucking couldn't come. <laughs> and that's is, a true story. It is a true story. He now, he did offer he's going to come back. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. like, he had his fucking dude, he called his dude Mike, who's a friend of mine, and he's like, yeah, dude, I, I went out, I, I didn't get home until real late. Yeah. I was hungover. Can we do another time? Can we have Holly Saunders on the show? Who? Do you know who Holly Saunders is? No. She's like a... One of the college football game day hosts. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on. She's really good. Dude, come on. You're going to get me all kinds of fucking hate mail about this shit. <laughs> we were just talking about this yesterday. No, like, no, no. You'll like Holly Sanders. Trust me. No. <laughs> Wait, is she hot? Oh, well, I yeah, I think so. I hadn't noticed oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to cut that clip and send it to your wife, <laughs> motherfucker. She looks like. I'm, I forget it. I'm not going in. Look at Vaughn talking himself into a corner. Yeah, I am talking myself into a corner. Hey, you know what? You can still be completely faithful to your wife and recognize the beauty of a woman. Or man. Well, if you're talking about Tyler, yeah. True that. Hey, man. I can look at another <laughs> no, dude. That's true. I can look at another dude that's and say true. that dude's good looking. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know so this is completely derailed, but I have to say when I watched Thor... And Chris Hemsworth that took off his shit. I was like, dang. Like, dude, I told Emily, I'm like, dude, if that guy showed up at the door, you just go with him. Yeah. <laughs> call, call me later. <laughs> like, dude, fuck. Tell me how the hammer felt. <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. Fuck. I, you know, the rock shows up my front door, fucking have a good time. Right. <laughs> I'll be here crying. <laughs> well, you know, I told Ed, because Ed's got connections to Tim Tebow. I told him, I said, you got you to... Somehow arrange a meeting between my wife and Tim Tebow because that's that's kind of her celebrity crush. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But is it because he's about Jesus? <laughs> no, I I, mean, I think that probably helps, but I think it has something to do with his physique. Is he going to be super unholy with your wife? Uh, I I doubt it. Or but it could maybe. be considered super holy. Or we could just call Ron <laughs> like, Jeremy like three holy. <laughs> <laughs> How long is this podcast? You ever so play far? that game, Three Holy? Three Holy? Yeah. I have never I'll heard of it. I'll tell you about it on the Drunk Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>